to Roti Musings with Afi and Billy, a podcast that examines a wide range of topics from a pro-intersectional perspective, plus tangents and rants on recent happenings from two unapologetically honest and curious 20-somethings. Hi! Hi! How are you? I'm good. Here we are. (laughs) Here we are. You know, I was thinking that I would probably be able to talk to you during daylight hours for today's podcast, but that's not the case. Is it already dark? I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's because it's almost eight. What time is it where you are actually? It's almost one. So. Oh wow. Yeah, seven hour difference. Right, you guys um, pushed back the clocks recently, right? Yeah. Okay, so what tea are you having today? I am having something actually couldn't be recommended. So oh. shout out to could to me. <laughs> if she's listening, I'm sure she's listening, I hope. Um, so it's just really peppermint tea um, with honey, actually. And I, I just, I was never a big fan of honey. And she was just like, try it in your, in your peppermint tea. And I, was, I tried it and it's actually really good, so. I like a good yeah. peppermint tea. Yeah, I appreciate a good peppermint. So what roti are you having? I am having banana bread that I baked <laughs> myself and it's vegan and it's it's not gluten-free, but it's vegan. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really good. I mean, yeah. banana bread is a classic, so. Yeah. What are how, you having? How white of you, <laughs> banana bread. <laughs> but I'm having a molten salted egg croissant. So like mm. there's this really nice like salted egg custard oozing from this croissant and it's really good but it's super flaky and it's like full of the salted egg custard so it's kind of getting all over the place but you know why not <laughs> and my tea is just regular old Malaysian bow tea so it's bow just, tea yeah just What's like bow tea. Oh, it's just like it's just black tea, pretty much. Oh, okay. It's not very fun, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I have to balance it out because my roti today is a little crazy. So you know, oh, I have true. to have a basic tea to go with it. That's true. So, what have you been up to? So, um, for those of you who don't know, I just started my master's program mm-hmm. here in Hamburg. Ooh. So <laughs> that's exciting and it's happening, everything's happening virtually. So, you know, got to, yeah, it's just very, very new for me. Um, getting to know people online, like can be very awkward, but I think we all kind of just like, just deal with the awkwardness, you know, because yeah. it's something you can't really avoid. Um, yeah, online classes yeah. are always a little bit awkward, but you know, you just kind of have to power through it and eventually you just get used to it. Yeah, it's it's just like the second week and I think we're, we're all like getting used to it already, so that's a, uh-huh. that's a good thing. What about okay. you? <laughs> okay, so because it's because it's Halloween season and okay. you know Halloween's coming up, I, I was um, I've been wanting to watch a lot of Halloween movies and horror movies and stuff. So last night we we watched this horror movie called Hush. So we watched this movie and then um, after that we were like listening to some music on YouTube and I wanted to change like the song and I pulled the computer like onto my lap and like I kind of 
underestimated how short the HDMI cable was. So it tugged on the TV and the TV just fell to the floor. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So I promptly like oh put God. it back and like he was having a smoke while that happened. So I came over and I was like, um, I did something. That happens a lot with me too. Like I'll like slowly creep up and I'm like, hi, something happened. <laughs> And he's like, what did you do? <laughs> At least everyone's safe. And um, everyone's no one safe. Got it's, hurt. it's just the TV oh, that got hurt. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on to this week's, uh, this week. Wow, like as if we do this every week. <laughs> yeah, okay, on to, on to this episode's um, topic. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about um, ghost stories today in the spirit of Halloween. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that since, as you know, I'm quite a Halloween fanatic myself. Right. I am actually, I don't think I've ever celebrated Halloween, mm-hmm. like, formally. I mean, I've watched, like, Halloween movies or, like, yeah, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah, I've never actually, like, dressed up to a party or oh, anything. no, you're missing out. Yeah, I you know. So I, I want to be the person that celebrates Halloween, like, <laughs> I know it sounds cheesy, but like have that couple like outfit, couple costumes, partner, yeah, costume. Thank you. Um, yeah, but it just never happened. Julian's not a big fan of Halloween. Uh huh. How can he not be a big fan of Halloween? It's so fun. Yeah, I don't know. He he thinks it's very like American. Uh huh. Right. I mean, it is. I I suppose, but like it's it was originally like a pagan holiday. And then it evolved over time into like hmm. like what Halloween is today. Like I don't want to get into to the history too much, just in case I spew some like <laughs> unfactual things. <laughs> but it was its roots are in like the you know pagan uh, pagan beliefs. They believe that on All Hallows Eve, which is the thirty first of October, spirits okay. would uh, basically come out to play. So in order to ward <laughs> off the bad spirits, they would dress mm-hmm. like evil spirits themselves. So like they wouldn't be harmed right. by the spirits. So that's right. where the whole... Oh. Mm-hmm. I just really like the, the dressing up part, you know, I mean... Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't like the dressing up part of Halloween? But yeah, it's, it's, it's really fun and it's, it's a great way to like, you know, explore like different... Um, different ideas to get really creative and um like in the past when halloween started to become a lot more popular in the u.s it was like even for the queer community it was like a good opportunity for people to like try out different identities and uh explore their identity more without um facing any kind of like scrutiny because it was the one day where like you could be whoever you want without it like being so obvious you know right yeah that's so nice. yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot to love about Halloween, I think. <laughs> yeah. So in celebration of Halloween, um, we actually asked a couple of our friends which ghost or supernatural being were they most afraid of when they were growing up and why. So just a disclaimer, um, because a lot of these conversations were um took place like in real time on text some of them were on exactly. zoom calls some of them were um face to face so the some of the accounts are, have been like edited for clarity so 
yeah, rephrased and edited for clarity, but it's pretty much all our friends' words. Right. So, Afika, okay. do you want to get started? Sure. Okay. So, um, an American friend of mine, um, she's currently actually also based in Hamburg, or Hamburg, <laughs> shared her response on the question. And she writes, um, and I think it's very cute the way she wrote it, um, Hey, Afi and Billy. I don't think I had so many fears as a kid that hold up today. My paralyzing fear of a riding lawnmower, for example, was an easier one to go out of. <laughs> but I think a fear that I remember strangely vividly is my fear that there is extra space between the wall where aliens or ghosts are living. I don't think that I see this fear as an extra possibility now, but I will also be silly to be fine with the idea of it. And when asked if she would consider herself superstitious, she wrote, I wouldn't say so. I'm not a religious person, but I find that the fears that I have to this day are all tied pretty closely to the land of the living rather than what might happen to me in an afterlife. Thank you, Jessica. And nice. Hi. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> I would agree. Humans are definitely scarier than like a lot of other things. To, to a certain extent, I feel. Yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. But yeah, that's cool about the spaces between the walls. You know, that kind of reminds me of like the belief um, over here about like spirits mm-hmm. inhabiting spaces between the floors and apartment buildings. Yeah. 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 I used to hear that a lot from my parents and like, yeah, it was pretty creepy. I mean, I never really... I tried to obviously push the idea away. But like... <laughs> yeah, when you hear marbles or furniture moving, you're oh. like, that's just my neighbor having a party or, you know, being oh, weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. I, for- yeah. I actually forgot that happened. I mean, like I feel like here... Yeah, that never happens here, you know? Really? Okay. Yeah, that never happens here. This only happened in Singapore. Like the whole like marble thing. That's such a common like. That theme. happens in Malaysia too. Yeah, and people talk about it a lot. Yeah. Oh my okay. god! No, I'm creeped can, out. Can you not make like <laughs> creeped out faces? Because whenever you look creeped out, I get creeped out too. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. Um, it's funny that she would mention aliens because I think that never occurs to <laughs> people in Southeast Asia. We always think it's spirits. Like I don't think Asians care about aliens, do we? I don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think just because like we have a lot of scarier ghosts to yeah. like oh, yeah. think about I than mean, like aliens. South- Southeast Asian ghosts are something else. So yeah, which totally. we will touch on later, but. Yeah, aliens. I don't know. I don't. I've, I don't feel like they feature a lot in our conversations about like the supernatural or like other worlds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Not so much over here. Okay, so is it my turn? My next, uh, my first story. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So we shall move on. The first story I'm reading today is from my friend Karishma, and uh, she's based in Bangalore in India. So this is what she said. I think about ghosts immediately after I've watched a horror flick. For example, I watched mirrors once and dodged looking into mirrors for a whole week. I'd ask my mom to stand in front of me and sing in the bathroom while I peed. It's crazy. I mean, I just want to interject and say that's really relatable because I've definitely like watched horror movies and dragged my mom to like follow me everywhere after that's that. That's so cute. <laughs> okay. I'll just be like, I mean, I don't live with my mom and I live with my partner. Um, so I'll always be like, Julian? 
And then he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and that just makes me feel better. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. Okay, so Hello. I'm going to continue. Please do. Okay. As a kid in India, I'd like to think I used to be superstitious. But when I grew up and visited other countries, I realized most of the shit was just made up. Superstitions like how when I'm on my period, I can't touch plants because they die. Or how demons would rest up. Oh my up- God. Yeah, or how demons would rest up on trees after dusk, and that's why girls aren't allowed out after 6 p.m. Then I found out that the real demons out there were actually just men, and women, and women couldn't educate younger girls about that stuff openly. As I grew up, I understood the truth. Times have definitely changed. If you ask me if I believe in ghosts, I'd say yes. I read a theory somewhere that our energy lingers on after we've passed. That's probably what we call ghosts. Or maybe our emotions towards the person who passed, like love, vengeance, guilt, etc., creates a version of them in our reality. When my cat Ro passed, oh, I miss Ro, I actually got to meet Ro. When my cat Ro passed, I kept seeing him everywhere and I felt his energy lingering on. Oh my god, that is so sad. I know. Yeah, I met Ro. Met Ro. Ro is so cute. Yeah, but I have to say, like, as a, as a cat mom, um, I think the only time that I ever felt like I wish I could, that, like, I want to see a ghost was when my cat TSB died as well. Because, oh my God. yeah, I That's really so wanted sweet. to see him again. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But anyway, interesting superstitions, Karishma. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, and I'm sorry for your loss. Very sorry about Ro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, another friend of mine actually also um, spoke a little bit about being superstitious and um, she's actually a friend of mine who's also based in Hamburg. Her name is Trista and she writes, It's not a specific being but more so the relationship with ghosts that scared me the most or actually scares <laughs> me the most. And specifically, it's to do with the ghost month in Taiwan. Ghost month refers to the seventh month of the lunar calendar and during this month all the ghosts come back from hell and they might want to see their family or complete something that they haven't finished yet when they were alive it's like they're on summer vacation she says (laughs) (laughs) sorry just to interject Um, is that the same as like hungry ghost month over here yeah i think so okay okay okay, yeah And throughout the whole month, there are so many taboos that you encounter every day. Some examples being you're not allowed to hang a wet cloth at night or ghosts would somehow linger on the cloth, which is actually a bit funny and it sounds unrealistic, but it's so cute. Yeah, Um, that's kind of cute. Or this one's kind of creepy, actually. Or you can't call your friends by their full names because the ghosts might trap them by calling their names. That's creepy. yeah, which would also lead to them dying. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I know. That's so, that's so severe. <laughs> yeah. And um, I also asked her, of course, if she would consider herself to be superstitious. And uh-huh. she says, I'm relatively less superstitious. Superstitious. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. But perhaps I am in comparison to other cultures from other... Other people <laughs> from other cultures. <laughs> Other cultures from other people. Other people. Sure, that works. <laughs> For example, I feel uncomfortable when someone whistles at night. 
And I guess my superstitious beliefs are also influenced by animism, mm. which is a traditional religion practiced by indigenous people also in Taiwan. And it's a belief that every object, place, creature has a spirit. And she wrote that she actually had a personal experience herself in relation to this. And um, it is said that as a sign of respect, you should not point your finger at the moon or the spirit of the moon will cut your ear. She actually did it once as a kid and she found a wound on her ear the next day. Oh my god, that yeah. is so creepy. I mean, I don't think <laughs> I've ever pointed creepy. at the moon, but like I've never thought about that before. Yeah, I've never heard of this superstition. Yeah, but, it's um, so unique. Yeah. I actually really, I really like hearing about superstitions because I feel like they can be quite like telling of like the the fears or the anxieties in a specific culture, but also like mm-hmm. what, like, you know, the kind of things that they want to shield children from as well sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's interesting with, um, just to go back to Karishma's story, that mm-hmm. like, I think like the thing about demons being on trees after six, like, I guess that's like kind of a way to like protect like young girls, but in the form of a superstition. Uh, right. So, yeah, superstitions in general are quite cool. Let's move on. Yes, so the next one is from my friend Maima, who is based here in KL, but she's originally from Sudan. Okay, so here it goes. Back home, I would always hear about graveyard ghosts. You never walk near a graveyard after midnight because you might disturb the dead, and if you do, they will haunt you. Ghosts can't be seen, but they're spooky and can basically fuck with your head. Nothing harmful. <laughs> but we don't really believe, believe in ghosts in Sudan. We mostly believe in genies, and they can be good okay. or evil. I've okay. never seen one, but some people describe them as humans with animal-like features. That's very mm-hmm. intriguing to me. Like a tail yeah. or a fox slash dog ears. Others say they take the form of an animal, like cats and lizards. Mostly cats. I'm not sure why. Umaima, okay, th- I think now I understand why you don't like cats. <laughs> oh, she doesn't? She, I, I think she's one, of my, she's one of my only friends who doesn't like cats. And we oh, always wow. marvel about how we're, we're such good friends. Because, I mean, like, but it makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But also, cats keep coming up in spooky stories. They're always associated yeah. with, um, you know, yeah. with the supernatural. Yeah. Do you happen to know like the history behind it or like I I'm not sure. I don't know. Mm. But um I I know like in Japan also like when it comes to like you know they talk about like shape-shifting animals like tanuki, right. like the raccoons shape-shift and stuff. Um, you have to so, explain that because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so in, ja- in Japanese folklore there are some animals that can shape-shift. Mm-hmm. And uh the most famous uh, among those animals are the tanuki, which mm-hmm. I guess is like a rac- uh, it's a raccoon dog or a raccoon in English, and then okay. foxes. But foxes are a little bit considered to be more divine in that sense, mm-hmm. like they're they're actually like directly connected to the spiritual world. They're supposed to be like messengers wow. of God in some ways. Yeah, oh I God. know. I love foxes. Yeah, I love foxes too. And oh. then cats, um, not mm-hmm. all of them, but some of them are said to be able to shapeshift. So not all, but oh. some. Yeah, very few. But it's still mentioned. So even mm-hmm. though like most of the folklore um, surrounding like shapeshifting animals are focused more on like 
um, I keep saying tanuki. I, I, I almost never say the English word. Um, mostly on like <laughs> raccoons and um, foxes. Um, cats. Mm-hmm. Some cats are said to be able to shapeshift. Right. None of none of the cats I have have been able to <laughs> shapeshift. You know, my Unfortunately. cats. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, my cats are just you know like sentient soft toys. So oh yeah. my god, I know. I love your cats. Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. So anyway, um, I think it's your turn now, your next story. Okay. Um, I also asked my partner, Julian. Shout out to Julian. <laughs> I'm going to give shout outs to everyone. It's just a fun thing to say. Uh, <laughs> okay, so anyway, he's born and in, raised in Germany. And I asked him the same question. So this was his response. I once dreamt of a headless ghost. A faceless being covered in either all black or white. It was trying to climb through my window and I was trying to escape from it. I think it's a recurring theme for books and cartoons and quite the archetype for nightmares. And um, I then asked if he still carries this fear as an adult and his response was pretty interesting, I thought. Mm -hmm. He writes... I think more about goals, different type of goals, more now than as a child. Oh, okay. As a kid, we were told by our parents that goals don't exist. There was no grey zone between reality and fiction. My parents relied heavily on science as fact. They're not very religious in any way. And they were told that because science can't prove the existence, they are therefore not real. But after being exposed to different cultures, mainly hearing ghost stories from Singapore, for example, (laughs) and having met people... I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's just also really interesting. So, you know, you can't share, like, you can't, like, introduce Singapore without, like, the ghost stories. Yeah, I think it's part of it. Right. Same with Malaysia. Uh And um, also having met people who claim to be able to access other dimensions and (laughs) manipulate the lives of others. I've also explored on the concept of energy and quantum physics and the complexity of science and how it is not complete, which really led me to resting with the idea of not knowing what's out there and learning to be open to the infinite possibilities of how we understand the world. Ooh, I yeah. like that though. I like um, being open to possibilities because I think it's, it, it is very, um, I mean, all these things about like supernatural stuff or you know uh, other dimensions as you mentioned mm-hmm. like they're not really like i guess rooted in science but i think that mm-hmm. you know we just don't know enough about it to definitively right. say it doesn't exist right but the thing is okay i was going to say you've had personal experiences but we're going to get into that later yeah. so yeah i mean i feel the same way cuz like i also i guess identify pretty much kind of as like an atheist but I can't I can't definitively say that ghosts do not exist and if my close friends tell me that they've had an experience I am inclined to believe them you know if it's not just some rando in a bar like spewing nonsense then like I'm inclined to believe that you had that experience yeah so okay so I'm very excited to share um this next uh story i guess sorry it just sounds like you're trying to like say that (laughs) i'm very happy to share that we are sponsored by (laughs) 
okay, sorry. sponsored Please, by ourselves. On. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm very excited to share our Malaysian and Singaporean friend stories because uh-huh. I think it's so interesting that everyone unanimously, all of the Malaysians and Singaporeans we spoke to, all unanimously said the same ghost. When we asked which ghost they were afraid of growing up, they all said the same thing. And uh-huh. um, so... To talk about this ghost, we're going to go to Nita's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because I think Nita kind of really encapsulated like everything that this ghost is, like very, very clearly and concisely. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so this is what Nita said. Mm-hmm. For me, the scariest ghost has got to be Chikpon, a.k.a. Miss Fatima Rocker, a.k.a. Pontiana. <laughs> uh-huh. I think it's because this ghost was usually depicted as a vengeful lady spirit. I remember hearing something about how it goes after young virgins. The ghost's association with familiar Southeast Asian surroundings like sitting on a banana tree or how she smells like frangipani somehow conditioned this fear in my head too, since these are common things you'd find and experience in the Southeast Asian landscape. Strangely, though, as I grow older, I feel like the Pontianak is the ultimate feminist icon. I look up to her, literally, since she's on a tree. I gotta look oh up to God. her. <laughs> she's, that's such a neat such thing, a, to a thing to say. Yeah, so yes. Um, I mean, who wasn't afraid of Pontianak? I definitely, I mean, a lot of my dreams, they're just... Or nightmares, actually, to be, to be more you've, accurate. You've had nightmares about the Pontianak. One time, I remember this very, very specific um, nightmare. So, my dad and I, we were in, like, West Coast Park or, like, East Coast Park. You know, for Singaporeans out there, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so there was, like, a bicycle path. And, like, um, like beside the bicycle path, there were, like, trees. So, like, on both sides of the pavement. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And like we were cycling and then we realized there was something sitting on the branch on, on one of the branches. Oh. And um it was Chip on. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, we were we were, like approaching the tree, right? We were approaching um uh yeah, the the thing. <laughs> God yeah. just saying it makes me I kinda of freaked out. I know, but um, I understand. Hey, yeah, at least you're so not in, in the freaking like native land of <laughs> Chickpon, okay? <laughs> yeah, so we were thinking, should we like turn back? You know, we we're all like saying this in our heads, right? Mm. Because no one actually you, you shouldn't actually say it out loud, yeah. you know? So you were thinking it, all of us. I mean it's just a dream, but <laughs> in my head we were thinking But honestly it, it sounds like it could be real yeah i know and like but then we just decided to just just not because i feel like if you turn around if you turn around you're actually acknowledging it right yeah so we will i think we just like had a yeah we we decided to just go like forward and we just like cycle forward and like at one point we were under the chip phone Oh my god, that's terrifying. I, I mean, even hearing that it's a nightmare, like, that's not a I nightmare know. I would ever want to have. That sounds so scary. And literally, that was it. That was the nightmare. But it was like, it's still like, you know, the yeah. memories are still very vivid in my head. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just, it was so creepy. That is creepy. That's hella creepy. 
Okay, so my last story is uh-huh. from my friend Shania, who is Malaysian, and she's here in KL. Uh-huh. And uh, I actually, um, yeah, I do want to shout out her business, actually, because if you're in Malaysia <laughs> and you haven't purchased flowers from uh, Black Burlap, which is her um, account on Instagram for her flower business, please, please go and support her business because she is the most amazing, <laughs> like, she's so good at floral arrangements and she makes bouquets. She makes uh, stand- a standing skill, bouquets. Man. Yeah, she's even made those... Um, you know the thing when you get married, like the wedding arch? I don't know what it's called. See, this is how little right. I know about weddings. You know the arch thing? And then you have it's de- decorated with flowers. Yeah, so she's even done right. that. She does like wow. corsages and stuff. Yeah, she's so wow. talented. Oh, I've, I've seen the pictures and they look amazing. Yeah, she's so creative. So I, I really like that. Okay. Anyway, so this is Shania's story. When I was younger, I was most afraid of the Pontianak, hands down. It's probably because most ghost stories were about them, and they're known to actively seek out victims as opposed to beings like Toyols and Langsuyars who are more passive. I've had a couple mm-hmm. of supernatural experiences, the most prominent one being with my dad. It's not a Pontianak story, but a Panungu story. A panungu is a ghost that guards areas. It's said that every housing area has a panungu. Uh Creepy. Uh (laughs) So basically, my dad was dropping me off at a friend's place and we had to take this lonely looking road to enter the housing area. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh my god, Green Day. Hello. <laughs> oh my god, remember when I was 10? Okay, no, you didn't know me when I was 10. Remember when I was like 14? You went and to that the was, concert. I know, that was my favorite band from like age 10 to 14. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's not like dig up like my past right now. Like, you remember <laughs> the dark days? Let's not dig up the dark days. Okay, you don't so want that, yeah. Back to Shania's Penungu story. We approached a small, empty, rundown guard post. The barriers were all broken and rusty and kind of pushed off to the side. But my dad stopped the car just outside the threshold. He was looking ahead as if waiting for something. Then he continued driving. I asked him what on earth that was all about, and he looked at me like I was insane and said, I had to wait for the guard to open the gate, obviously. Oh my god, what the fuck? So if it's not... That is so I know, creepy. I know. So they both saw different things, basically, Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. Oh my god. So if it's not clear, <laughs> her, her dad saw, like, a normal guard post and a guard, like, at the guard post, but she right. didn't see anything. What she saw was an empty guard post with a oh broken down god. gate. Oh my god, that is so Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. Did she ask her father what exactly he saw? Like how the penungu looked like or like the god according to him looked like? Or? Apparently, like, so I asked her like what penungus look like and she said that they just look like normal people. Okay, okay, okay. So probably if you yeah. see one, you wouldn't really realize that right. that's what you're seeing. Right. Yeah. Okay. But apparently like penungus can guard any kind of, any area. So apart from just like housing areas, like she mentioned, I've heard that penungus mm-hmm. can also guard like, I don't know, like an open field or a forest or a road or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's basically, that's basically what a penungu is. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I, I really think 
going back to what you said earlier, like Southeast Asian ghosts are fucking creepy. Like there's, yeah. they're definitely like the creepiest ones out there. I think all the gro- all the all the sorry, all the ghost stories that I grew up with were from my Malaysian side. None of them, pretty much, none that I can remember were from my American side. It would probably just be like, I don't know, like, oh, so-and-so said that they saw this person who had died or whatever. But my Malaysian side, my aunt has seen things, my grandma has seen things, and like all these stories were passed down to me. And yeah. a lot of those stories were Pontianak stories as well. So that's why I was yeah. I was also pretty afraid of, <laughs> of her <laughs> growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say you were most afraid of her? Or were, was there like another ghost you were afraid of more? I would say she's definitely on top. But another Malay um, ghost that I was afraid of, and I am still afraid of, is... Pochong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so if you don't know what Pochong is, maybe Billy can explain because I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, a Pochong is a corpse that has been wrapped in like a sheet. And I mean, that's part of Mm -hmm. Muslim, like a Muslim burial, right? Yes. Yes. So when somebody dies, they wrap them in a sheet, but their face is exposed. If I remember correctly. And then you're buried. And then you're you're buried in the ground like that. So pochong is basically imagine that corpse that's wrapped in a sheet, oh like God. bouncing on their two on like yeah bouncing around because their legs yeah. are tied as well, so they just bounce. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm showing the motion with my hand, but you can't see it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's basically yeah. this thing just bounces a bouncing corpse. And uh, yeah. didn't you you had this fear of a pochong like because of your bolster? Yes, yeah, exactly. So the thing is, I I used to have a bolster when I lived with my godparents um, for a while. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh my god, it was suddenly so quiet. Oh my god. Oh my Avika, god. relax, relax. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and like, I remember watching a Malay film. Mm-hmm. Where like a dude, there was a scene where like there was this dude who was um, lying beside his bolster, and then like you know he at first he wasn't facing the bolster, it was just like um, facing away from it, uh-huh. and then like in the middle of the night, like he turned around, and then yeah, instead of seeing a bolster, he there was a corpse basically beside him. There was a pochong beside him, That's and because like the. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys know if you're not Asian, but um, like the, we have these like Asian bolsters that are really big. They're basically like human size or like ki- human kid size, right? And they're really long. And yeah, so like it, it kind of resembles a corpse, right? Because of the size of it and just I mean, how it long it is. It resembles yeah. a fortune for sure. Yeah. And yeah, ever since then, I was just like, fuck bolsters, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because like, again, if it's not super clear to like um, non-Southeast, I mean, non- non-Malaysian or Singaporean friends, like basically, because the corpse is wrapped in a sheet, like the limbs are all tied up. So it's just this like, right. it's like a bouncing bolster, but with this yeah, decaying really face. Yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah. yeah. Ooh, so creepy. Should we wrap up? I think. Yeah. So Afika, I think to end, I really would love for you to share your supernatural experience because <laughs> that story still haunts me to this day. Even yeah. Even though you told okay. it to me like years ago. So um, I was on my way home one night, and it was already pretty late. So maybe past midnight or shortly before midnight, and um, so I reached the void deck of my flat. And um, started walking towards the lift lobby, and then I saw this really old woman pacing back and forth. And then um, I asked if she needed any help because yeah, it looked like she needed some help. Um, and I proceeded, I proceeded to ask her in Mandarin. I had no response, and then I asked her in Malay. Actually, also no response. She just like looked at me in the eye in confusion, uh-huh. and beforehand I wasn't thinking about ghosts at all. Right, I was just dead tired, but like she kind of creeped me out. But I was just like, you know what? Forget about it. I'm just she doesn't understand me. I don't understand her, so I just ignored her and walked towards the lift lobby, and just waited for the lift to come. And while waiting, I just like turned my head around to see if she was still there. And like, I saw <laughs> she was actually peering at me from behind the wall. Oh my god, that's so and fucking crazy! It was just like forget about it. This is really creepy. Um, and then the lift came. I got into the lift. Tried to forget about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I got home, got changed, and I went straight to bed without like taking a shower. And this was when the sleep paralysis happened. I guess, I don't know, I was like dreaming about something. I opened my eyes and then I saw someone standing in front of my bed and resembling the women I saw previously. And then I freaked out and I tried to scream, but nothing came out, right? Which is something very typical of sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. And then I felt my legs being pulled. So I was like, yeah, and then I woke up, right? And then I was thinking like, you know, if it was sleep paralysis, why am I actually off my pillow? So it seemed like I was actually dragged pulled or dragged oh. in real life. But I remember you told me that you actually felt her fingers on your ankle. I, I felt something cold on my ankle. Oh my fucking for sure. God. Like That's it so was crazy. very cold. But eventually I went back to bed. And the next day, I saw that there was a funeral. And my boy deck, uh, yeah, and um, yeah. So I, I should have done this. A lot of people told me that I should have, but um, I didn't. And that was to look at the um picture of the person who died. Um, but I didn't because I I was freaked out. So now I don't know if it was. I don't know if I if I you know, actually. Looked at the photo, I would recognize the person. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrifying! But yeah, yeah, that happened. Okay, so are we done? Yeah, we're okay. done. We're done. So, wow, that's yes. the end of our first episode. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, our friends all had like really interesting stories to share with us, and uh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. really glad that that we got to do this. So yeah, right. Um, do you have any plans for Halloween? 
I don't think so, unfortunately. Oh my god, maybe we should watch Malay like horror movies. I don't know any That's good actually ones. That's a good idea. You should recommend oh my them god. to me. Do I don't know, know any good ones. I only know the funny ones. So you should watch um Pontianak Harum Sunda Malam. Maybe I'll write it down for you. You know, some of my friends were talking about watching like a Halloween movie at, at the cemetery on Halloween. So um, what the fuck? <laughs> That's not a good idea. I don't recommend that. <laughs> You're just messing with the spirits. It's my Malaysian friends who want to do that. Oh my god. But it sounds, I mean, is that respectful fun. though? I don't know. Right? I mean, I was thinking, that's why I told my friend, I was like, that sounds like a lot of fun, but I just don't want to see any real ghosts on Halloween. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's wrap it up. Okay. So I will, or we will probably link your friend's Instagram account, maybe. Uh That would help her, hopefully. Um, And if you guys like this episode and would like to support us, Share this podcast on Instagram and tag us at Afika SLMN and at Billy Azalea. Yes, thank you so much for listening. And if you're heading out on Halloween, which I mean, you probably aren't, but please keep a lookout for the real scary monsters, which are humans. <laughs> okay, yeah, both of us, Afika and I both really want you to be safe. Yeah. So I guess we'll meet again on the next episode. Goodbye. Bye.